Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Mix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on The Fan. We'll continue with the Pete Alonzo stuff and the Met calls in a little bit. But, BT, I wanted to get to the Yankee stuff here. The only good thing about Carlos Rodon is that he decided to get rid of that useless mustache. It was <laughs> awful looking last year. Ugh. Said it was bad juju Ugh. in it, so I agree with that. However, Yankees are way too reliant. We both agree that they had a underwhelming offseason, to say the least. They are way too reliant on Carlos Rodon to have ultimate success this year. Well, we frame it a little, just to be fair, we frame it a little differently. When you throw in, to say the least, makes it seem like I'm totally with you. I'm with you that I thought the Yanks would do a little bit more. I think it's far less underwhelming than you because I love what Verdugo's bringing to left field. But this is about Rodon. Okay, so to me, first of all, I love what he said. And... This applies to anything, but especially when you bomb for a New York team. The first step in correcting an issue is is admitting that there was one. And he was, I mean, he can't hide, so he may as well be transparent. Otherwise, we're going to do it for you. But he straight up said, not good enough. When you're a Yankee, you expect more. I expect more. I've got to be better. And I love it. So he changed his body. He lost weight. He changed his look, which is superficial, but I think there was some symbolism. He looked like he did look like a slob. All right. So he just <laughs> did. I'm sorry. With those stupid yeah. three buttons open and the mustache and the, a little bit thick, he looked like a complete disaster. And he realized that this ain't going to cut it. Now, I think that Carlos Rodon is going to bounce back nicely. I do. I think he's going to start the year slotted at second, which I don't love. I, that's where I'm a little disappointed in in the fact that they didn't get, you know, whether it's Burns, although we didn't even really go back to this. The fact that the Yankees didn't give up Spencer Jones for Corbin, uh, Corbin Burns, yeah. I'm actually good with that. I, I have no What? Issue. Oh, yeah. Spencer Jones, dude, is going to be an absolute freak. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Just what, like Jesus you mean, Montero, you know? right? No. Yeah. No, like Jason like, no, Dominguez. Oh, oh, yeah. Every, yeah, you, exactly. Like Dominguez, who's played seven games exactly. Every Yankee prospect is going to be the greatest player ever, except no. the Baby Bombers, who actually did something in 2017, getting the Game 7 of the ALCS still haven't gotten to a World Series. So I'm still waiting, even for the greatest prospect of all with Aaron Judge, I'm still waiting to see him in a World Series. Every Yankee, Austin Wells, he's, what's he going to do this year? BT? Uh, probably Austin hit Wells. 20 home runs as a lefty yeah, power yeah, bat. But, right, what's Volpe going to do this year? 30-30? Probably, yeah. Right, 30-30, of course, because only two Yankees in the history of the franchise have done it, but why not Volpe do it? Dominguez is going to be a stud, and now this guy's going to be a stud? I mean, give me a break. Well, I mean, first of all, as you, you, you launch into these, you know, these, these attacks on the Yankees' prospects, I do agree. 
in large part, they've been completely overrated. And for the most part, the Yanks have been fairly bereft of any top-level, and I'll get back to Rodon in a moment, bereft of any top-level major league talent, which is why I've been so frustrated with Cashman. But uh, you're starting to see signs that that's changing a bit. All right, Judge, no World Series, best player in baseball. Volpe, you want to knock him, 215 average, gold glove, 30 steals, 27 uh, bombs. No, I Keep like going. him. I like I That like sound Volpe. like you like him. No, no, I, I do. I'm just saying that you're saying now every – so I'm supposed to believe that Volpe is going to be a 30-30 guy. Well, he was again, almost one last year, Sal. Yeah, okay, oh, okay, almost. Uh, yeah, I mean, he wasn't, though. Oh, I mean, think, think about – Dude, think, come on. Think about what the uh, – Sal. What do you mean? That's like Sal. That, that's like saying the guy was – They've had two in there – yeah, They've had two in their entire history. No, I understand but okay, that. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you Volpe because I like him. You're yeah. saying Austin Wells is gonna be a stud. No, Dominguez no, 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 I stud. didn't say that. I said he's gonna give you twenty home runs. I didn't say what he's gonna hit. I didn't uh, say his OPS Dem- is gonna be nine twenty. Dominguez and now this other guy. I mean, come on. All right, well, dude. either way, like, Spencer Jones is is highly rated and thought to be one of these transcendent long, quick-twitch, quick-lever, explosive freaks like Aaron Judge. Now, will eventually... So then I guess they don't need Juan Soto, then. Well, listen, we, we, we're we we getting back well, to our old ways. Soto. No, you get Spencer Jones, one of these freaks that's supposed to be, you know, some next-world thing. Uh-huh. You got Dominguez and you got Judge. No room for Juan Soto, then. Uh, unless you put Spencer Jones at first base, which you could do. Listen, yeah. there we're going in circles. The bottom no, line no, I is... Like this, I like this conversation because it plays a part in the Yankees relying too heavily on, on, on Carlos Rodon. Rodon. Well, okay, yeah, but, but, you got to give to get up. They say all-in, and yet they're holding on to the prospects in lieu of getting Corbin Burns, who would have replaced Carlos Rodon okay, okay. in that rotation. I understand. So, now, if we were doing a show years ago together, you probably would have said the same thing about Aaron Judge if the Yankees were reluctant to give up Aaron Judge for a pitcher. And listen, I like Corbin Burns, and I wish Corbin Burns was on the team. Take Pereira. Take uh, take uh, take all these other... You're not, you're not taking Spencer yeah. Joe. So finally, finally, no matter what Sal says with this, he's wrong because it has changed. You just don't admit it. Like, the Yankees have shifted from overhyping and and drafting poorly, these guys are starting to pop. And let, let me just tell you one more thing about Rodon. We're going to get to a point this season where you're going to look in right field and it's going to be Aaron Judge, homegrown. You're going to look in center field and it's going to be Jason Dominguez, homegrown. You're going to look at shortstop, it's going to be Anthony Volpe, homegrown. You're going to look behind the dish or a DH lefty masher with Austin Wells, homegrown. So, you know, it's... it's Good. You like homegrown or you like wins? Well... I mean, but you're kind of hijacking the narrative, is what you. That's all I'm saying. You are. I'm not. I'm not hijacking any narrative. The Yankees said they were going all in this offseason. To go all in, you either have to spend the most money or give up prospects. They had a chance to get Corbin Burns. They were reluctant to give up a top prospect. And I'm and happy about Orioles. that. I'm thrilled about that. Okay. Good. Well, we'll see how it plays out. So I can't understand how. I, I was actually the reason why I went off is because I was legit shocked. You and I haven't talked about this. All we did was in the studio last week when we saw some graphic flash. I think it was SNY we were watching during a show, so we couldn't talk about it. Yes, and we like nodded at each other mm-hmm. and acknowledged it. And I was thinking that you were thinking the same thing I was. They're no. crazy for not giving up a prospect. So to hear you say that you thought that they should have kept them, I was a little surprised at that. Only because you know, and not that this stuff is always right. I've done a deep, fairly extensive dive on Jones, and I love him. And I'm happy that they showed some restraint, and we'll see if it works out, you know? Okay, so but now you got Carlos Rodon. Now we got Rodon here. Two. Now we got Rodon. Now, let me, let's let's first establish a, a bit of a statistical parameter. Now, and I hear you, because the Carlos Rodon who showed up last year was ill-equipped to do anything productive 
for the New York Yankees. A physical mess and a mental midget. All right, so so now that he's, he's trying to get away from the physical aspect, let's see how, you know, where the stones are and where if the brain connects with the stones, and I think that they will, but until it does, we don't know. St- stat for you. Over, and I want you to create it. This is Sal's Sportsbook. Over, under, ERA for Rodon this year. Give me a number, and I'll tell you which way I'm going. Start with what you think is fair. 3.8. I actually didn't think you'd be that fair. I thought you were going to go in the fours. I would even maybe say slightly over. Slightly. Maybe. Okay. Uh, maybe. All right, so if, if you say four, then let's just go. I was just going based off of his career. Yeah. No, but I got to be. I got to give you credit because based on what he was last year, which was batting practice, and by the way, to be fair to the conversation, other years where he was – knocked around it's pretty much you know stud bomb stud bomb it's not exactly a linear track record he's been up well that's yeah that's the that's the bigger issue that i think a lot of yankee fans are overlooking here we make it like carlos rodon has been some great pitcher his entire career and all of a sudden he had one bad year with the yankees that is not the case i agree two He's had two lights-out seasons. He's been often injured. His career ERA is just under four, as I mentioned, with 3.8. So I'm expecting that. Now, that would be better than what it was last year, which was near seven. So I'm expecting a four ERA. Guess what a four ERA is? That's not a number two starter. Well, I, I tend to agree with that. I do. And and I'm going to give you that. I don't like him. I don't mind if he's – see, one thing that we do get a little bit too wrapped up in – it's not necessarily where you start. It's where you finish. And I know we'll get to the Knicks later, but that's why right now I'm not, even though I'm pissed about the ref blowing that call and Brunson not getting respect, and we'll have that conversation later, I promise. But I'm not overly lathered up about the Knicks losing three straight. Number one, I predicted it through a week ago on Twitter. Just check it or on X. But it's, the circumstances tell me that they will eventually be whole and they will be very good. So how they'll finish is very different from where they are now. And how the Yankees' rotation will finish will be very different, in my opinion, where it is now. If it's not, that's a massive problem, number one. Number two, if it's not, it might be attributable to the fact that Carlos Rodon is back to being a beast. I don't want him number two right now. I don't need him number two. I don't believe in him as number two. But if he morphs back into the guy that he was before he got here, which I believe can happen and you don't, then he is a number two. Well, how do you not need him to be a number two? Who's the number two on the Yankee rotation? I See, I, this is what I mean. I don't think it matters as much. The Yankees are going to win a lot of 6-5 games. The oh, Yankees, what about the play? The goal, the goal is to win a World Series, No, right? I understand that, but you don't win the World Series on April 20th playing the Royals. All right, so who are they going to get? Especially if they're not going to give up Spencer Jones and anybody else. It could I mean, be Dick Salas. Somebody, yeah. So, some team's just going to come and say, oh, here you go, Mr. Cashman. Here is our good player. <laughs> right. We'll take back your crappy prospects. Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't work like no, that. Underst- you got to give to get. I understand that. But you don't have to give your number one prospect to get. What you do is you get a compilation of players lesser valued, and, and you make it happen. That hey, Listen, did Dylan Cease get traded? I don't think so. He's still out there? No. Okay. So, now, their asking price is high. I don't even know if he's quite what I want. But yeah. he's an option. I wouldn't want him. I don't. I don't think he's a lock as a number two either. I think he's good. Did Trevor Bauer sign giving, yet? Did Trevor Bauer sign? Not, yet? Uh, well, I'm still waiting for it. I understand I mean, that, Jonathan but Pavel until he's but, 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 but I say this because there are options now. What? What? Where we fall into the trap? But I think it's. I think it's foolish. Honestly, I think it's short sighted. Whoever does it, you, anybody, if we're so wrapped up about the Yankees' number two starter on February what thirteenth, we're wasting energy. 
Tolson in September. It's not just the number two starter. It's the rest of the rotation behind it. And they I think it's fine. Oh, oh, it's good. Well, I, we disagree. I think it's thin. I think it's thin specifically because you have Rodon at number two and Stroman at number three, and you don't know what either is going to be this year. Stroman was awful in the second half last year, yep. and at his best, he's a number three anyway. And Rodon, and by the way, it's not. this is not me saying it. It's not even you saying it. It's the Yankees saying it. The Yankees think Rodon is set up to have a big bounce back year. Oh, okay, stop me if you've heard this, heard this before. Just like John Carl Stanton. Oh, Stanton's in great shape. When has shape ever been an issue with John Carl Stanton? He's always in great shape. He's been in great shape since he's come out of the womb. He looks like a Greek god. The problem is he's not a good baseball player at this point. Last year it was Josh Donaldson, as Aaron Boone said. Oh, JD's going to have a big bounce back year. This year it's Stanton and Rodon. Those are the two guys. The Yankees didn't do enough this offseason, so they are too reliant on Carlos Rodon specifically in that rotation. Let's say they got Burns. Let's say they got Blake Snell. Let's say they got Trevor Bauer. Mm -hmm. Then I don't have an argument, really, because Rodon gets pushed back. Right now, your rotation behind Garrett Cole is thin. Cole's the best of the bunch, obviously. Yep. I'm talking about in baseball. Garrett Cole's the best pitcher in baseball, but Rodon, they brought him in here to be a number two. A guy who was pitching to a 2-3, a 2-8 ERA, under three. Now you'd be lucky if he, if he was under four. It's also That's the problem. Yeah, well, it's also February 13th, and yeah, I didn't even mention Blake Snell, and they didn't sign either. Listen, I understand that this rotation right now, it's not a World Series rotation. I'm giving you that. We don't need to be repetitive. I don't love the rotation, although I do like the depth more than you. The Yankees have a couple of arms that are coming up that are almost ready, and I actually really like Clark Schmidt. I'm less bullish on Cortez because the stuff is – I love his story, but i got to be honest, like nasty stuff is average. He doesn't swing and miss. He's around it's the – It's competitive, though. You know, I he like is. Him as a, he is. And he's the kind of guy that I've always inherently respected because he squeezed as much out of his body, uh, his God-given baseball attributes, as, as anybody could. And, and I'm never going to diminish that. I, I truly do respect that. But he's a number four. He's a number four in a World Series team. I'm not trying to overstate, even though he made the All-Star team a couple of years ago. But let's not forget what April and even into May, and certainly I, I can make the case all the baseballs like this. Like, in April, in, in the Northeast, dude, outside of Garrett Cole, these guys are going five innings, all right? Their pitch counts are low. Their, their pitch counts are low in July when it's 93 degrees out. So the Yankees, like the Orioles, like the Mets, like the Phillies, like some of the other teams, they will really, I believe this out, their offenses will carve out a, a meaningful path or, or a less meaningful path to start the season. If the Yankees hit the way that I know they're going to hit, the Yankees will go into May with a winning record, probably, you know, five, six, nothing crazy, five or six over 500, and then you continue to reassess, and you're right there, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah, but Rodon stinks. He doesn't he, stink. He, no, Run. he pitched to a 680 RA, okay. and he said everything wrong last year. But so he's saying everything on, right this year. Look, well, well, all right, you're worried about April and May for some reason. I'm worried about October. With Carlos Rodon pitching to a 4-5 ERA, you think the Yankees can win a World Series? No, but they won't stand pat is what I'm saying. You're not hearing me. Right. If no, I, okay. You know right. what I'm saying, Sal? Like I'm, if he, now, I don't, I'm not saying that the conversion's definitely coming. Uh, he was so bad that I'm worried. I'll give you that. But if he's, th if he's this much of a bum in July and August – they're not rolling him out there as a number two. That's what I'm saying. 
Okay. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. Yankees had a chance to make a move and obviously reluctant to give up prospects here. So you guys want to call about Rodon and the Yanks? We'll take that too. Pete Alonzo stuff, whatever you got there, BT. All right, let's get it, buddy. John's in Newark, BT and Sound on the fan. What's going on, John? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, John. Um, BT, I'm not as, uh, as looking forward to this Yankee. The lineup. What? Yes, Soto. Soto's uh, was a was a no brainer, but you don't have a lead off hitter since a young Brett Gardner. You, you it's criminal not to have a lead off hitter with Judge and Soto batting behind them. Yep, I move Mountain, Earth, and 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 whatever to go get Pittsburgh center field. He's a trifecta. He's a lefty bat, Ronald. Oh he. He's a um a, could be steal a base. He could be a leadoff hitter. Yeah, and, yeah. and and you have the prospects. You have the uh, John. Let me ask you this what, here, John. You John, let me John, this one, that one. Yeah, hold on, John. One sec, buddy. I mean, listen, Ricky Henderson, Willie Randolph, you know Gardner, you know. Okay. G- I, I I got you. It, it's it's a different temple here. The game's very different. I don't even love the player I'm about to mention, but I got to be honest with you. And Sal, I want your thoughts, John. Thanks for the call, Glaber Torres. With, you know, 23, 24, 25 bombs in a walk here, batting first? Ain't that bad? I think Volpe should be the leadoff hitter. If yeah, but I don't want thinks... him to start there. <clears throat> Why? He's got he's to gotta, he's gotta ease in. I, I think it's right, a but mistake. If, but, but if I ask you how this team projects what their best lineup would look like, isn't it with Volpe as a leadoff spot? Yes, but I don't think he's hitting first on, on opening day. If you tell me by... You know, late June, early July, he's hitting 250, 250-ish, and he's got the pop, and he's on pace for 40 steals, no doubt. But I've yeah, got but he, to, but he's got to earn that, Sal. Fine, that's fine. But my point is that I don't think the Yankees need a leadoff hitter because I think Volpe will be that eventually. If you don't want to have him start there on opening day, that's fine. Yep. I'd still prefer LeMahieu to Glaber Torres myself, but I think ultimately their best lineup will be with Volpe leading off. I mean, think about this. You could scour every single team in baseball. The Dodgers, everybody. The Braves. Let's see. Torres, Soto, Judge. Name three better hitters back to back to back. I don't like Torres at the top. I don't love him, but he's a power guy. You think think he's a better fit for the leadoff spot than LeMayhew? I just DJ's so slow. Or Volpe. I mean, I don't like Glaber at all. Matter of fact, I wanted them to trade Glaber. Another move that we talked about that I'm not sure what they're doing here. Me too. But if you're going to keep him now and you're going to roll the dice on him maxing out on a walk year, there's dumber things you could do. You know, I wish you had more of a conventional contact speed guy high on base. Yes, he's not prototypical. But Torres as a righty, Soto as a lefty, Judge as a righty, I mean... The pitcher's going to empty the tank just to get to the cleanup hitter. It's going to be exhausted. Yeah. Uh, how are they ever going to lose? They're not. All right. <laughs> Wait till Spencer Jones comes up. Oh, Look that, out. That, that it's really on. 877-337-6666. It's BT and Sal here on The Fan. Uh, we're going to get uh, back to you, Coles, here. Obviously, the Pete Alonso stuff is hot out of the chute. David Stern said, hey, listen, this thing's going to free agency, which Sal and I have told you forever is going to happen. Uh, but now I think that you heard those words. That's a good thing, Sal. So we'll get that. We'll get a little Nick stuff as well and uh, yeah. the Rodon stuff, right? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we got some tickets to give away as well when we come back. Counting Crows tickets. So Santana and the Counting Crows, stay tuned for that as well. Your call's on the other side. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I could have been anyone you see. I wish you were there. BTX Dow back on The Fan right now. Call and be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Santana with Counting Crows at PNC Bank Art Center on July 19th. This from our friends at Live Nation. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. What do you got, BT? All right, real quick. So I want to get back to these calls, obviously, the Alonzo stuff and Volpe and um, and uh, Pete Alonzo and Rodon. But I'm just looking at some of Volpe's projections because, boy, you know, when you get into it and you're not wrong, like Volpe atop the lineup with that power and speed combo would be would be ideal for the Yankees. I just don't think he's ready for it, though I do think he'll get there this year, right? Eventually. I think you have to let him bottom of the order, earn his way up there, and then keep him there hopefully for the next 10, 12, 13 years. But I just looked up his projections, right? I found the website, uh, RotoChamp, which has one, two, three, four, five, eight different outlets, and they do all their statistical analysis and, and pushing it forward for what they think he's going to do this year. Now, I'm not going to waste your time on the home runs or the steals because everybody's in the neighborhood of 20-plus on each, mid-20s and some. But I'm looking at some of these projections for on-base percentage, all right? 312, 306, 309, 307, 283, 308. Like, I know Volpe's young, 
and and he's not Jeter. There's only one Jeter. But Volpe's got to be a lot better this year, and nobody's saying that. He's got to well, be a lot better. Well, I think that's a big part of if you think the Yankees are going to have success, he, him taking that natural next step. But, again, that's a question mark. I may think he's going to do that. You may think he's going to do that. However, he's actually got to do it. It's still a question mark. We could talk about guys staying healthy. We could talk about other guys performing, guys coming back, you know, guys reverting to form. There's a lot of question marks, uh, a lot of ifs with the Yankee team where I was expecting – or at least they were talking like they were going to shore up some of those ifs in the offseason, and they did not do it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not too concerned about the ifs because I think one of the ifs that some people wonder about, you know, will will Verdugo fit in? He's going to be terrific. You know, Soto's going to be the man. Judge is the man. And the, I think the real point of content, aside from Volpe. I think well, Rizzo. The, well, I was going to yeah, say. Rizzo. And DJ. Volpe. And DJ. Well, DJ. Yeah. Stanton is another one. Well, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I know that you go back to Stanton, and I know why you do. I get it. Uh, and maybe this is my fault. Maybe I'm, I'm the fool. I just, looking at the roster and who they now have versus what they didn't have a year ago as viable options, I got news for everybody. Like, all right, they didn't eat the money, and I wish they would just make Stanton disappear. But... If he ain't if he ain't hitting, he ain't playing. And I don't think people realize that. Like, yeah, he's literally gonna take up a roster spot. They're not trotting that guy out there if he's hitting one ninety nine and he can't run. I promise you. Well well, until Dominguez gets back, and that's another issue. No, if and when no. Dominguez with Grisham, Grisham's gonna play. You'd rather fit. have Trent yes. you'd rather have Trent Grisham in the lineup than John Carl Stanton? Yeah. If, he might be the best center fielder in baseball. I mean, here we go again. With what? You don't think you're over Trent Grisham, the best center fielder in baseball? Who's better? On, who's better defensively? Uh, I'm not getting into the whole around the league. But, stuff. But, but, sure no, but Sal, you can't question yeah. it and not not say who's better. Who's so, better? So is Trent? So then, why is Judge playing center field if Trent Grisham's the best center fielder in baseball? Because he doesn't hit the way he needs to to play every day to justify but, it. All okay. I'm saying is, no, no, okay, well, but no. that's but that's the point. I mean, yeah, but, well, well, are we talking about just defense or are we talking about offense here? No, Trent well, Grisham's a bench player. Okay, uh, okay, a bench player who, by the way, averaged 15, 16 home runs it the last couple of years. So so then insert him in the starting lineup, put him at the top of the order, and put Aaron Judge in right, and put Soto in left. All or I'm vice saying, versa, Soto in right and Judge in left. He also and runs, then too. And if you go to the bench, you know, what? No, no, I'm saying he also runs, too. He stole 13, 14, 15 bases. No, 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 listen, don't, don't confuse what I'm saying. Like, Grisham, to me, is just more viable than Joey Gallo was for a large chunk of the season. Aaron Hicks was. Like, the upgrades are so obvious. Grisham now, again, I'm not saying that he's Willie Mays, but... I mean, a guy is an amazing defensive center fielder. He runs. He drops out of bunt. He's got a little pop. He's a grinder. Like He's a bench player. He, I under, No, no, Sal, I'm giving you that. But what the Yankees didn't have last year was veteran bench players. Every, right, but in the beginning of the year, Stan's playing. Everybody on the bench last year, and this is why the, part of the reason why the 2023 Yankees will be far worse than the 2024 Yankees, like, the Yankees had no options. Like when for, until they got rid of him, Gallo hitting one ninety. We can do hits can't hit. We can do well now. There's, some, there's there was old kids. Now they got some veterans. You're sleeping yeah. on the Yankees, bud. I'm telling you right uh, now, you're sleeping uh, no, on them. I'm sleeping. not sleeping on them. I I said they're going to be good. What do you what what's sleeping on them? Saying they're going to be ninety wins, ninety plus wins. That, how's that sleeping on him? Well, you just you, think, every every yep. player that comes out of your mouth is the greatest player. You just said Trent Grisham's one of the best center fielders in all of baseball. He is. He's a bench player. No, he's the best defensive center fielder in baseball. 
Uh, congratulations. Then start him in center field. All right, listen, how about the guy that you signed to eight years and the next year he's already gone from center field? I'd rather okay. have Grisham making peanuts who can actually play center. So you'd rather have Grisham than Brandon Nimmo, just so we're clear. No, I'd, I'd rather have Grisham catching the ball in center and Soto hitting in left field. Okay, but Which again, is what they this, got. Is, this is not a Mets versus Yankees thing. This is a you saying every Yankee is going to have a great year. Well, then that's the case. Then they should run out there, run rough shot over the AL East. They should actually have the 19-game lead over Baltimore this year. Yeah, but think about then this, Sal. Go, then go through the postseason and do something they haven't done since 2009, actually hit in the playoffs and get to and win a World Series. It, it would I'd be nice. i see it. Let's no, no, see listen. it happen. I don't it, think it's going to happen. It would be, you're also burying the lead where I'm telling you if Rodon is not much better and he is their number two and they don't make a move, they're not good enough to win. No. And I'm also telling you that Stanton – is basically useless at this point. So I'm not saying every player is great. What I'm saying, but, but, the, but additions is that, that, the additions that the Yankees made, for, you know, are are indisputably fantastic baseball moves. If you don't see that, that's fine. But I'm just telling you, like, they got a left fielder who hits, who runs, who catches it. They got a fourth outfielder in Grisham who is a great elite, elite uber defensive center fielder. And we know about Soto. I mean, come on, dude. But but you said Stanton's not going to play. He's not. And he, in fact, he is. No, no, he's not going to play if he doesn't perform. Stanton will be in the opening day lineup. Stanton will be the primary DH for yes. the team until Dominguez comes back. If and when Dominguez comes back, then they have to figure out how they're going to work Verdugo, Judge, Soto, Stanton, oh, and Grisham, who has to get in the lineup because of all that he brings to the you team. play twice a week. You're going to play twice a week. Look, get uh, What's that? Hold on. Okay. All right. I got something for you that I'm going to save. I just saw something. I'm going to save it for you. 877-337-6666. The Alonzo stuff is hot as well. Let's get back to it, Sal. Keyport Brian with BT and Sal. What's happening, buddy? What's going on, BT? I just want to know, what way would signing Alonzo long-term not be the best baseball decision? Take emotions out of it. Well, I don't. First of all, he's not the he's not the best first baseman of baseball. He's not the second best, nor is he the third. So he's not. Yeah, the that's be- not a pri- that's not a primary defensive position. So you can live with that. But he's not even one of the three or four best overall hitters at the. He's not one of the top three first basemen. So what I'm saying, Bry, and I'm, I'm going to answer you directly. Okay. I I I don't think that he is somebody that you have to sign. He is a limited player. What he does well. He does as well as anybody on the planet, and that's put the ball over the fence. And there's value there, no doubt. But the other things, he's very limited. The Mets Mets have a ton of holes, and despite everybody's fascination, which I get with Pete, he's not exactly incentivizing people to go to City Field and watch him. He's not Judge. He's not Otani. He's not that guy. Well, I mean, he might not have star power, but as far as being one of the best hitting first baseman in the league, the guy doesn't strike out for a guy who hits 45 to 50 home runs a year. Yeah. And and he stays on the field, which is more than you can say for Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge played 100 games. He played 50 less games than Pete Alonso. Right, who's, better? Right, who's better? What? Who's better? What? Who's better? Don't waste my time. Who's better? Who's better? Who's more valuable? Who's better? Well, well, hold on. I want to ask this guy a question, BT. From a Mets Mets perspective, I just want to ask you a question. You said, how can you make the baseball argument that the Mets would be better without signing a long-term? Knowing that you have a billion-dollar owner. Okay, right, right. But hear me out. Hear me out. How about trading Pete in-season, getting prospects, and then signing Juan Soto in the off-season? I, why can't you sign Peter Alonso and Juan Soto if you got I'm just – hold on, hold on. I didn't say that, though. If okay. if it's one or the other, if it's but one or the other. 
If it's one or the other, okay. would you rather trade Pete Alonso and get prospects and sign Juan Soto or uh, keep Alonso and sign uh, Alonso? I, I, I love Juan Soto, but that's not why I called. I mean, Pete Alonso is a homegrown player, and I don't understand why the Mets are they're, they're starting to be like the Yankees where they just let these homegrown superstars just walk out the door and you have a billion-dollar owner. What he, he was about to throw throw away $300 million on Carlos Correa. That would have been the worst signing that this town has seen in a long time. Make that If you, if you think that Pete Alonso is going to be a mistake, make that $300 million mistake with the guy who's been in the nobody. Nobody is saying they're going to let Alonso go. Where are you getting your information from? Uh, what do you mean they're not? I, I, everybody on the fan is talking like he's out the door. What, they're wrong, think, and it's not everybody on the fan. If you listen to this Sal, show, Sal, I just—I've been telling you for an hour and a half. Alonzo's not going yeah, anywhere today, today. And I was listening two days ago when you were basically saying he's not—he's not, he's not going to be here because you think no, Sal's no, gonna... that's not what I said. I said I would trade him. They are going well, to keep terrible. him. Why would you trade him? That's my opinion. I just told you. Yeah. You—you can you understand? There's two different things here. There are what two you... different things at play. Why, what, who in the world would trade Pete Alonso's guy? I just, the, the Mets, by the way, the Mets tried to trade. You're right. Who in yeah, the that, world would trade Pete? Yes, and that's right. why I had no who, confidence. Who in, in the world? Office. Who would ever trade Pete Alonso? Because the Mets could never win if they don't have Pete Alonso. Because yeah, they've yeah. done a lot of winning with him. So, so why, why don't you go and, and sign J.D. Martinez like you signed uh, Max Scherzer? You know, why, why what you are you Gary talking Asher? about? Yeah, Brian, what are you doing? You're not making any sense. Yeah. Two things can wow. be true. I just laid out a scenario for this guy, BT. He doesn't want to hear it. Oh, how can the Mets be better without signing Alonzo? Oh, how about trading Alonzo for prospects and signing Juan Soto? Oh, 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 but Soto's not homegrown. Oh, he's not homegrown. And then I said, don't worry about it because the Mets are going to sign Alonzo. And then he doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> Like you're not happy. Uh, I, what, what is it with you? I don't it's understand. baseball time in the city. Oh, who would ever trade Pete Alonso? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the Mets who actually thought about trading him last year? Yeah, exactly. Who would ever do that? Oh, my God. Listen, this is its crazy. I get it. I respect the passion. He wasn't necessarily hearing you, but it's all good. The irony, though, is he called to come at me. It's like we tagged out and you got him. He came to, he well, called to come at me. Well, he was actually. Yeah, I just wanted to jump in and give him perspective. Like, it would be okay for a Met fan to say, you know what? I could understand baseball wise why it might make why it might make some sense. Now, I don't think the Mets are going to do that, but you can't tell me that it makes no sense to consider the other options of, regarding Pete Alonso. Well, I mean, you know where I stand because basically for six months I've been saying just that and. You know, the, the real impetus behind my opinion is, and it's it's never personal. I'm sure some people probably think it is a Yankee Met thing. No, it's not. Believe what you want. That's fine. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. The Mets won 75 games last year. He had the 30th best OPS. Anything in baseball, anything that anybody says about Pete Alonso, it's always rooted in hitting, obviously, power. OPS is the greatest measurement, really, of power and and, and efficiency and, and prolific nature, yet there were 29 players in Major League Baseball who had a better measurement than he did last year. That's a fact, all right, number one. Number two, you lost with him. Uh, obviously, 2022 was great, but the year before that, it went 77 and 85. You did nothing with him. The year before that, I know it was COVID. The world sucked. You were 26 and 34 with him. So come on. That's all I'm saying, and, Sal. And, and, and by the way, that is a separate argument than what we're talking about today. And this is that's the exact call that I'm trying to get through, which is why it was frustrating. 
Because just because they haven't signed him to an extension, you're making it like, oh, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. The Mets know how important he is to you, the fans. They know that. They know that he hits a lot of home runs as well. You have to trust them that they're doing this the right way. Pete and Boris are looking out for Pete and Boris, and that's fine too. That's good on their part. And the Mets are looking out for the Mets. And when push comes to shove at the end of the year, assuming Alonzo has a big year, and even if he doesn't, the Mets are still going to look to bring him back. It's a matter of the market value. I don't believe the market value is going to be to the point where it was with DeGrom, so he left. If the Mets want Pete back, and it is a fair value, they are bringing Pete Alonzo back. That is what is going to happen. When this happened... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. One thing, BT, before we get back to these calls here, not that it's a big deal, but it did catch my attention. So I've seen, you know, SNY videos, throws a bunch of these clips out there, who's arriving at Port St. Lucie in camp. Same thing with the Yankee camp for the you know, Yankee side of things. But for the Mets here, uh, Lindor's been there, working with Vientos a little bit, I think, last week. So you see Lindor there. Yep. Brandon Nimmo was there. They just embraced. I saw one of the videos that they embraced. Ah, uh, the captain. The captain, Nimmo. Well, where's Pete? Huh? And see Pete. Now, now, am I making too big a deal of that? But how, like, how come if you're a captain and a leader, why is Lindor and Nimmo both beating you there, and, and Pete's not there? Um, mm, I, it's a good question. It, it, I'd have to know the exact logistics of reporting time. Otherwise, what we're saying is petty. Like, it doesn't matter if Lindor's. Well, at, well think about this out. If Lindor gets out of his car first. I mean, and Lindor's five. Uh, pardon me, and Pete comes five hours later, but no, he's still no, 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 three no. hours ahead of. You know what I'm no, saying? No, yeah, I, I do, but that's not what's happening here. Lindor's been there for a while. I'm not exactly sure about Nemo. I know Lindor's. Oh, been you there mean for about working least... out down there? Well, even I mean, before they, the report date. 
I don't believe that they pitchers and catchers reported yesterday. Yeah. So anybody else that's down there, like Alvarez was there early, Vientos was there on early. On their own though. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you think players Peach, I don't think you think Pete should be there as well? Well, nah, I, you tell me I'm I'm not I don't trying think to make so. a big deal of it. I don't think so. I, it, but but you don't think it's noticeable that uh, the young guys, whatever, Alvarez, Vientos, like oh, young they guys better should be, be getting the work in. Right, but Lindor's there, mm. Nimmo is there. Mm. No Pete Alonso. Yeah, I, and I know that I remember seeing video um, where Lindor was working with Vientos like a couple of months ago, uh, doing mm-hmm. some some infield stuff. Well, the, that was different, and they and I think even last week or two weeks ago they were doing it in Port St. Lucie. In, in Port St. Yeah. Now listen, yeah. Jeter would always get down there early, and, and I know a lot of David Wright would do the same thing. But I mean, it's does it maybe not a big fe- deal? It's not a big deal. Does it maybe maybe loosely feed into the narrative that Pete's not a leader? All right, I mean. Or a great leader. If some people want to stretch it there, they could, I guess. I, I Listen, I've said what I've said about Pete. I don't think it's a massive deal. But I can see why some people would say, hey, you guys were awful last year. Where are you? I'm not going to jump on that train, though. I'm not. Yeah, well, I'm not going to kill him for it. I'm just observing. Lindor's there. Nimmo's there. I haven't seen Pete yet. That's all. It's an observation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to get back to the calls here on Alonzo? Yeah, or, let's do it. Uh, whatever, whatever we got here. Absolutely. How about Vinny on Staten Island? What's happening, Vinny? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Vin. So, What's up, Vin? Um, I, so basically when Beat, when Sal was saying King Cohen, we're going to get Soto, in back of my mind, I was like, Who? Uh, <laughs> Steve Cohen. There you go. Thank you. Keep going. <laughs> um. I, in the back of my mind, I was like, shouldn't he focus on putting Alonzo one, two, and three? Because if you don't get Alonzo, and let's say you don't get Soto, and you didn't get Yamamoto, that's a failed, like, that's bad. Just like the Yankees. If the Yankees don't win the World Series and they don't resign Soto, that's bad for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So I think the focus right now in the, in the offseason should be Alonzo, get that wrapped up, and then go after Soto. And also, here's another thing. If you lose Alonzo, who's out there to replace him? Because remember, when the Yankees had the situation with Don Mattingly, they, they, they traded for Tino. To Tino Martinez. Yeah, they traded so for if Tino. You look around the league, who can replace the production that Pete Alonzo can do it? Nobody. Smith is over 30. Nobody. But that's exactly. not, Vinny, that's not how you attack it, Vinny. Thanks for the call there. And, you know, Sal, you've heard me say this a million times, and but you understand, guys, if, if you, and many of you don't, but if you subscribe to my thought, that there's a more effective way to build out the team long-term, more dynamic athletic qualities, disperse that money around. That's just my opinion, all right? But if you subscribe to that, you'll also, you have heard me say a million times, nobody is coming in here and hitting 50 bombs and doing what Pete does with the power. That's never even, you're not even going to attempt to do that because it's impossible. But So what you do is, as you build it out moving forward, let's say he's not on the team next year, you know, you get a better fielder, guy with a higher average, you improve right, you know, maybe Marte's done. I know he's got a year to go after this year as well, but you know, maybe you move on from Marte, maybe you bring in a big bat third baseman. If Beatty doesn't work out, there's other ways to build it out. It's not getting a guy who's going to do what Pete does, because if that's the case, you just keep Pete. Right. If you were looking to just replace that power, you just keep Pete. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It would be building a team differently. Now, I happen to think that they're going to bring Pete back. I would not make it a priority. I think the Mets are handling this the exact right way. 
I think they're going to get Pete, and I think they're going to get Soto. And then I will place the crown back on King Cohen's head. For now, he's Steve. It had Mm -hmm. to be removed. That's it. But when they extend Alonzo at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. uh, not only will I say I told you so, they're going to do that. Then they're going to get Soto, and then it will be a full-on celebration in studio where you will be placing the crown on top of my head. The the scepter, the crown, the the, the big you know satin red robe. No, we'll go through the whole theatrics. Thankfully, we won't have – that's something – I wa- Listen, we're dressing up as Doink and, and Goldust probably tomorrow, and we'll give you the update in a little bit. Uh, you, so, and we don't want to do that because we're going to look like idiots, but we'll own it. You want to dress up as Cohen. This is one costume you're oh. not putting on because he ain't getting oh. Soto, dude. And I, let me tell you I something. Can't... And, Sal, just to be clear, like the parameters of this of this whole King Cohen return, you know, it, you're not King Cohen if you merely retain Pete Alonso. We understand that, Agreed. right? Okay, Agreed. Okay. Yes. Okay. 100%. Got it. No, just, I think we've been, it. You, you, we've been on the same page with this. I fairly removed the crown because he did not have a king offseason. I can't call him King Cohen after this offseason. No, it's been a peasant offseason, actually. And really, the move is Soto. But, I mean, there are others. Bregman's going to be out there. Zach Wheeler. Uh-huh. Um, Walker Bueller. Yeah. Shane Bieber. There's a lot of options there. He better act like a king this next offseason, and then we could have some fun with that crown being put back on the head. Ooh. But if he goes 0 for 3, Yamamoto? Pete. No, no. Then I'm, I'm saying, I'm only, just saying. It's, right the, now, the, yeah. the, the crown sits right now in the office. Okay? It is waiting dusty. to be. Get a little dusty. Yeah, it's waiting to get put dusty. back on King Cohen. If it doesn't happen this offseason, the, there's two things that could happen with that crown. Back on Steve Cohen's head or mine in, in like, honor of, of King Cohen. Yeah. Or, two, it gets smashed. I'm taking yes. a hammer into yes. the studio, and I'm smashing the crown if now, the Mets don't have a big offseason next offseason. Now, now, hold on a second. I, I think I need to add a little something to this equation because if I'm, you know, coming in and bestowing the royalty upon King Cone, if, if we should get back to that point here, the robe, the music, the whole, you know, it was some bringing yeah. bugles and horns and the choir, right, right, right. whatever you want, I'll do it, and I know you're going to make it crazy, and I'll do it. But if it doesn't happen, I get to take the sledgehammer to it. How's that deal. sound? Done. Fair deal. I like That's that. Fair enough. All right. Rob's in Northport, BT and Sal. Robbie, what's cooking? <laughs> hey, gents. How are you? Hey, man. What's up, buddy? So, real quick, I think it's the perception of Pete. If I told you guys there's a first baseman on the Cubs with his numbers and he had a different name, I think the Mets would go after him. I think it's the perception of Pete being soft, not mm. a leader. And just like there's a, there's a cloud around him, right? Because his numbers are incredible. And if there was a, a first baseman on the Cubs available, I think the Mets would go for him. That's an interesting thought. I mean, sometimes it, it works one of two ways. And, Rob, that is an interesting thought. Sal, let's chew on it for a sec here. Because oftentimes what you – you almost covet what somebody else has because you don't know – you don't know what's what's bad about that, okay? And you kind of just illuminate the good stuff, and you're intoxicated by that, and you gloss over things that might be deficiency. Where that's one aspect, uh, or right. you you're around somebody every day, like Judge, and hopefully like Pete for the Mets, and you realize the work ethic and the presence and the production it all meshes up to somebody who is irreplaceable, and there's no way you're letting them leave. Works both ways. Like- yeah, like, oh, my God, what an idiot your ex-boyfriend was. How could he possibly let you go? <laughs> fast forward to fast forward two years or six months, it's like, ah, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. No, I get I get what you're saying. I don't but 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 the problem that I have with what the caller just said is that the Mets would be going for him if so and so. 
That's saying or insinuating that the Mets aren't going for him. Where every single word out of the Mets' mouth has been, we want Pete to be back, we are going to let the season play out, we hope he has great success, and we'll revisit it in the offseason when he hits free agency. Like This is not the Mets fearful of letting Alonzo walk. They have the power to offer him the most money, which they will do if they feel it's necessary to keep him. That, I'm not even concerned at all about it, nor have I been concerned dating back to a couple of years. So there are, uh, there's a difference here, a difference of how one individual, you or I or a caller or whatever, would judge Pete and think of the best way to build the team forward. And two, what's actually happening here, how the Mets are valuing Pete and letting this thing play out. They, it's not like they're saying we don't want him, we're going to trade him, or we're going to let him walk. They're, they're letting it play out and seeing what the market dictates his value is before they offer him a contract. Well, mostly true. They were open to trading him. Don't leave that out. They were open well, to it. Uh, that matters. Yeah, I'm, that matters. Uh, uh, that That's is, big. But, but it was a different general manager. And I think that they learned from that that, oh, boy, this might be a bigger pullback publicly than we thought. Or the guy that they knew that they were always bringing in, which is what I strongly surmise, David Stearns. That was a don't care what anybody says. Everybody knew that was was done. Maybe that was a little way for Stearns to create a bridge of communication from his current team, which will eventually be his former team, which it is, with his new team. BT and Sal on the fan will come back, hit you the crown, talking Pete Alonzo after Stern's comments yesterday. We'll get your calls as well, both Mets and Yankees. BT and Sal on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.